Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. And mark my words true, there be danger here. So venture not into the forge waters with a weak constitution. Our goal be fortune and renown, and our aim be at the hearts of those what would stand in our way. If you be so bold, then it's all hands on deck as we set sail on perilous tides. Hey, everybody. Just a reminder that we are doing a Q&A for Season 2. So if you've got questions for us about Season 2, please get those to us by the end of this week. This week being the week that this episode came out. Uh, if you could get those to us by the 13th, you can send them through email or Twitter or on the Discord if you are there. Uh, and we will answer as many of those as we can for the upcoming Q&A for Season 2. Um, speaking of the Q&A for Season 2, look, games don't always go the way that you expect them to go. Oftentimes, they don't go the way you expect them to at all. And so we had planned for our time in Perilous Tides to be four episodes, then the next week would be the Q&A, but the story ended up stretching out to five episodes. So we are not going to push back the beginning of Season 3. That just means that the week the Q&A comes out, you're also going to get the final episode of Perilous Tides before it moves over into the Patreon. So uh, Season 3 will still be starting on July 1st, but on the 24th, instead of just the Q&A for Season 2, you're also going to get the final installment of Perilous Tides. Uh, so with that, it's time to let the recap roll. Last time on Perilous Tides. Fire at will. Now wait, so is he just sending us all out to our deaths? I mean, that would be the smart thing, wouldn't it? Getting all of us in one place. What are the odds, Mr. Saya, that your dream is just a dream and that there is no giant death ship? It's not just a dream. I had a, a very similar dream and I can vouch for what Mr. Saya is saying. What's something new that's been going on there recently? My father was a shipbuilder. Can you tell me anything about that? Oh, well, um, we did quite a lot of steel lately uh, towards the Haven. Uh, you know, they keep most of the Queen's ships out there. I know they're either building a lot of ships or <laughs> maybe something large. I don't know. I don't get to see quite a lot of the finished product myself. In the black of his eye, there's just almost looks like a real minor flash of lightning and the wind starts to shift a little bit. I think that I know where Hodge is and I think he's much closer than we expected. Lakehurst. Be careful out there. I only saw a glimpse of him myself, but he just he seemed a little little off, a little quiet. I wonder if he was out of his right mind before or after he took this treasure. I think we've got quite a hike ahead of us. In the shadow of one of the trees, a cloaked figure freezes in fear from the sound that it made and turns and vanishes into the dark. 
Theo's gonna get up and just take right off after him. Hello there, Callahan. Hello, Reese. I just stare at Reese for a second, and then I slowly just let him down the tree. Ada! He is just such a perfect prime little target for Monty to get some real, honest-to-God human flesh. Monty doesn't want to kill this guy. He's helpful to you. But just golly gosh, could he really use some human flesh? I demand a Monty voice. I demand a Monty voice, too. It has a mouth. (laughs) Oh, no. I'll figure that out on the fly. (laughs) I think it's just got to be a quiet little breathy voice. Ada. Monty, I was just going to sleep. We can't sleep before a, a snack. What do I get out of it? My happiness. <sighs> and for you mechanically, you can, if you like, go against this compel by standing your ground. You can roll that move to not do what he wants you to do. See, but that's the thing. I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Theo, I mean, you're on watch. You see this playing out. Um. Well, I think if I saw Ada get up and start moving over to Reese, I think initially I would probably assume she was going to go like flirt with him to try and get more information, <laughs> which I'm totally okay yeah. with. But I think I would have moved to the other side of the campsite to like give her space to do her thing. I'm going to leave you kids alone. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Until I hear screaming, I'm not paying attention to what she's doing. And it depends on the kind of screaming, whether or not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's true. Unless I hear anybody but her, because I know she can handle herself. (laughs) All right. Ada lowers her hand. Yep. I'm going to, ooh, where to do it? Um, Probably somewhere on his uh, his arm, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Are you you going sword arm or? No, I'm not that mean. I'm going to the other one. And how big a bite you taking here? Obviously. Ooh, I guess I think that's up to Monty. <laughs> how hungry is yeah, he? Yeah, how hungry is he? Uh, he just wanted a little snack. Okay. Picture the episode of SpongeBob where Squidward takes his very first bite of a Krabby Patty, and it's just that, like, his teeth are somehow coming forward out of his mouth to get the smallest possible amount. <laughs> just that much. Yep, so I'm going to take my hand and sort of uh, lay it on Reese's uh, left arm. And just kind of wait for a second. Okay, I think this triggers your infernal hunger move. Um, So go ahead and tell us what that does. Whenever you feed the mouth living flesh, take three harm to enhance your senses. During this time, you can see, hear, and smell everything in a wide radius in pitch darkness. You can sense coming danger, and you may strike or shoot using spitfire. So does that mean that I have to use that right now? Oh, I don't think so. I think it can technically be hold, like, I don't know, as long as it takes him to digest the meat or something like that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so I know this that's probably not exactly how it works, but say a day you get that hold to uh, pop off your senses. Okay, cool. All right. There's a slow pause. You feel... The little crunch of his bite, Reese shrieks, ah, shit, and pops up and looks around, kind of holding his arm and sees you. He looks down at his arm where there's a a little bite and a little bit of blood. It's not much, but it's there. I'm going to furiously stomp the ground with my boots and say, no, I'm so sorry. I was trying to kill it before it bit you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think that's a hoodwink. Go ahead and roll with polish. All right. That is a seven. Oh, okay. You pick one. 
Your deception works too well. All right. He is up in a flash with sword in his hand and he is looking around his feet. He circles the tree. Uh, he wanders over to the next tree. Whatever they are, keep your eyes open. I'll stay up all night if I have to. No one's going to be eating my new teammates. And he is alert and he is ready to stand guard. Petal, I think it was just a little tarantula. A tarantula? Can't those kill some people? I don't know, possibly. You just get your rest in. I've got this. I'm walking over. (laughs) Ah, Theo. Hello. There's spiders about. Keep an eye out. Spiders? Yes, look. And he shows you his arm. Never seen a spider do that before. Ah. Are they that big? It was pretty big. I saw it, but I, I, I killed it. You, you killed it. Where, where is it then? <laughs> you know, maybe I just winged it. I just kind of really injured it. It just, it's, it scuttled. It scuttled away. I think it's gone now. It's all right. Everyone, just calm down. I'm on it now. I won't get bitten twice in the same night. I'll stay up all night if I have to. And he tromps over nearer to the fire and and pulls an unburnt log to the side where he sits and he has his sword out and he starts sharpening it, just looking around at the ground in all directions. Let's sit up. What is going on? Apparently we have giant spiders. What kind? Big enough to take a small chunk out of uh, Reese's arm there. Well, what color was it? (laughs) I didn't see it, Ada. Uh, kind of a... Kind of a chartreuse. (laughs) (laughs) So we have bright green spiders running around. I would describe chartreuse as more of a yellow myself. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, you can kind of split the difference. Oh, good. We're all awake now. I get a book out and start flipping through. (laughs) Yellow? It's obviously more green. Well... Now, if you take into account the firelight, you know, that could have cast a different uh, shade upon it. Oh, that's true. That's definitely adding some yellows and oranges. Because I'm not finding anything in here about chartreuse spiders uh, this far south, anyway. Do you suppose we've discovered a new type? Oh, maybe. If you discovered it, it will be named after you. It'll be the, I almost said, Recrease, as like like recluse, but... Oh, I like that. Yeah. It was Ada, though, that discovered it, as it was stealing upon me in the night. Well, it's a damn shame that it got away. Now everyone go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) Yes, that's very good advice, Tristan. I'm feeling very tired. I'm going to surreptitiously lay back down. Yes, just get your rest. I've got it. Let's keep an eye on that chunk out of your arm. We don't know what the spider is. We don't know what that's going to do. Maybe your arm will fall off. Who knows? Oh, oh, gods help me. (laughs) All right, if I feel symptomatic of anything, I'll let you know. Great. And he just goes on sharpening his sword, just kind of spinning in a slow circle on his little stump seat uh, and lets you all go about your business. Uh, If you see another one, make sure to catch it. We want to get it documented. Yes, we'll do. And lay back down and go to sleep. All right. Everybody else going to bed, taking your watches, etc. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think morning finally comes. And those of you finishing your watch, nothing has really gone on. Uh, Those of you waking up, wake up to see Captain Reese just like tilting over in exhaustion, blinking rapidly and gives you small nods as you each wake up. Very safe. Nothing else encroached on the firelight. Good morning. (sighs) Good morning. Why don't you uh, take Theo at the front and you can lead the way. Theo can provide the muscle as we move through the jungle. Ah, yes. Yes, I will take the lead. Here we go. And he is just 
half asleep on his feet. But he gets up and gathers his stuff, puts his cloak on, and uh, starts making his way north. Uh, I will hold Ada back a little bit as the group starts moving. You promised me that that wouldn't be a problem. If you're endangering the mission, you're endangering the crew, and I won't have you on the crew if you're going to be a problem for the rest of us. Now get it under control. Do you understand me? He said just a little bite. I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry. I will try harder next time. I have no love for this man. When he has served his purpose to us, feed the whole goddamn person to the demon. I don't give a shit, but right now he's useful to us. Promise your demon that he'll get a big reward at the end of it and see if that's good enough. Now let's go. All right. I'd be wary of promising him too much, though. All right. You make your way through this forested area. There's a a little bit of elevation change, but not much. There's more hills up here than any more mountain. I think a couple of hours go by as you you make your hike, and uh, Reese looks over his shoulder. This is whereabouts it starts to get more dangerous. It's actually not too far from here, uh, just uh, a little more easterly where I found the first ones. Haven't really been back to this area since. I've kind of made a wide circle over the last couple of days. Uh, are these skeletons armed? Oh, yes. With? Oh, uh, I've only seen swords so far. Good to know. Now, you had said that they didn't seem to notice you when you hunkered down. What else have you picked up about them? You know, they're not that fast. Seems like, uh, you know, they don't have much agility, so that's how I've stayed away mostly. But uh, they're pretty good about trying to flank. You know, they want to sort of corral you in a direction. That's where I found my danger is running from one crew into another. I don't know how they communicate. They don't make any noise. They're just skeletons with a, a bit of clothing and armor. But they don't seem to see you when you when you hide. Uh, yeah, so far I've uh, been able to avoid them in that way. You know, I've gotten far enough ahead that I'm out of sight and covered up good and well, and, and they've passed right by me once or twice. Up ahead here, uh, ooh, I think a little more east, there is a, a creek. It's fairly small, but that's what I'd used to make my way up the first time and, and didn't find uh, much until I'd actually gotten out of it and, and tried to cross some easier paths. I'll gesture for him to take us that way. He does so. Uh, you make it to a nice bubbling little creek. It, it's probably about waist deep. Um, and you can tell that it is heading kind of southwest, uh, just the flow of the creek. You could construe that this might be the beginnings of uh, what is the easternmost of the three rivers that eventually meet up at River's Mouth. Um, as we're following him, I want to be keeping an eye out for like, you know, he's describing that the skeletons try to route you so that they can flank you and stuff. I want to be keeping an eye on the way that he's moving to make sure he's not doing something similar to us to put us at the disadvantage when we finally get to this encounter. It does seem like he's going somewhere with something specific in mind, like he, he knows this area, this is somewhere he's seen, but it just does seem like forward progress at the moment. Okay. You know what? I think I'm going to use my hold now to enhance my senses. Hell yeah. So mark your damage and your senses extend as you can feel Monty's energy swirl out of you, giving you this danger sense in a, in a big wide arc around your group and beyond. And I think you get three steps ahead before this is already triggering an alarm in your mind. There's the sense of movement as uh, three figures are moving up ahead just out of sight of those in the lead. I want to run up to Callahan, tap him on the shoulder, and uh, say, three people right ahead of us, three things. Everyone hold. I grab Reese's cloak again to stop him. And he stops. There's danger ahead. Three figures, how do we want to proceed? Reese? Ah, I mean, if they're uh, they're the undead fellows, I'd say with 
five of us, we charge in and hack them apart, yeah? Ada, could you tell what they were? Um, I think if you take a little time with your senses the way they are, you could probably move forward a little bit and get a sense of what's there. Sure, I would like to. All right. So uh, you watch Ada sneak ahead a little bit, uh, staying behind a few trees. And Ada, what you're hearing is a very unnatural creaking. It sounds not just like the sounds of of someone walking through the brush, but it sounds like bone on bone. You hear some metal on bone, um, some kind of teeth grinding, and uh, they're they're not far ahead. They're just kind of around the bend here of trees. Teeth grinding, is that not just bone on bone? It is. is. (laughs) (laughs) I would call it enamel on enamel. Yeah, enamel. (laughs) Yeah, enamel on. I'm going to hear that. Scurry back to our party. Skeletons. Definitely skeletons. Oh, well, yes. Three skeletons. I think we'll be fine. I'll draw a pistol and say, so, um, bull rush? What? Not you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. Finally. <laughs> All right. The four of us will move in. Sarah, if you want to stay back, maybe just call targets, scout for us, make sure nothing else sneaks up on us. I pull out my one weapon, a tiny dagger. Yes, I'll be on the lookout and I'll pull the pistol from my belt. I can stay here and guard Sayer if you like. Oh, no, no. I think we'll need you in the fight. Ah, well, that also makes sense. All right, let's go. All right, I will drag my terribly exhausted ass forward. (laughs) (laughs) Rolling disadvantage on my fight rolls. Uh, And as soon as I get sight on one of them, I want to try and shoot it. No problem. If you're all charging forward, uh, I think it's clear that as you round the bend here, they have heard you all coming, so they're kind of facing you. Um, but they're just three skeletons. They have old, rusty armor on, tatters of clothing underneath that are just barely there. And uh, they have pulled rusty old swords and are clambering towards you. I'll tell Callahan, you take left, I'll take right, just so he's not shooting at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Callahan, roll, strike, or shoot. So you're rolling plus blood. On a hit, your strike lands, steals your weapon's harm. Uh, on a 10 plus, the fates may give you a special opportunity, but you'll invite a risk. Uh, on a 7 to 9, you stumble, trade blows, or put yourself in a bad position, your choice. Damn, even with disadvantage and zero blood, I got a 9. Very good. It would have been a 10 if I didn't have to roll all three of those suckers. Oh, and we should point out that rolling with disadvantage in this game is rolling three dice and taking the two worst and rolling with advantage is rolling with three dice or more depending on the skill that was used and taking the two highest. Okay, did you want to trade blows or put yourself in a bad position? I will put myself in a bad position. And how much harm does your gun do? Two. All right, so your gun fires and a big chunk of bone shatters off of the middle skeleton's skull. Uh, It reels back unsteadily as the other two dodge in quite a bit faster than you would expect. Uh, They kind of charge past the others and are surrounding you as you're pinned back against a tree. Theo, what do you want to do? I'm staying to the right and I'm charging into the closest one to me on that side and just going to fists up and just uh, try and dodge any sort of attacks and punch it right through the rib cage. I like it. Uh, so this is probably one of the two that had surrounded Callahan. Uh, that would be the closest to you. So go ahead and roll strike. So with my plus two blood, that'd be a five. 
no. So as you're charging up to this one, you forgot to take into account the one that just got shot and had stayed back. Apparently it had recovered much faster than you were expecting and runs up behind you. You take a slash across your back. That is two harm. Ada, you have seen this play out. What would you like to do? Do I still only sense these three skeletons? Yeah. I want to help Tristan. Uh, there's still two on Tristan. Correct. Okay, I'm going to try to backstab one of the skeletons that is attacking Tristan. Outstanding. Roll your strike, and with your ability, you get to use Spitfire. Thank goodness, because my blood's a minus two. Oof. Oh, man. Okay, uh, that's a 10. Nice. Uh, so full success. Because of your positioning here, when you hit this thing, you can knock it in a way that will give Callahan an opening to get out so he's not pinned down anymore. Um, but, you know, you, you have a little risk there of getting hit. Oh, man. I'm already pretty injured, but I uh, I think I want to try to give Callahan that opening. Okay. And how much... Damage does your knife do? It's just one, just one harm. So you slash across this and several of the ribs from behind crack apart and it is knocked down. But as it goes down, it gets a a hand, a bony hand around your ankle, yanks itself over and takes a little bite out of your calf. Uh, You'll take one damage. Oh boy, okay. Sayer, ahead of you in the woods, you're hearing this pop off. You hear a gunshot, some clanging and sword swinging. Is there anything that you want to do? Having heard Reese say that these things try to create flanks, I'm going to be watching the other direction to see if this noise is attracting any other groups from any other directions. Very good. At the moment, it doesn't seem like it yet, but you you are smart enough to realize that that is a real possibility. Okay. Uh, For the moment, Reese... Seems like he's not sure what to do. There's a lot going on. And so he's got his sword drawn and he keeps like taking hesitant steps towards each new thing happening and hasn't made a decision yet. Uh, Callahan, you are now only facing one skeleton and have a clear way out here. So, uh, you know, you're not going to have extra disadvantage from this situation, so to speak. What do you want to do? But one still got a grip on Ada's leg. That's correct. Oh, I mean, I feel bad that she put herself at risk for me right after I yelled at her. (laughs) So I am going to draw one of my cutlasses and try to spike the one that's got a hand around her leg just into the ground. I just want to stab right through it and pin it in place so that she can get away. Okay, I think that falls a little more under use a dirty trick if you're not trying to hurt it. Um, So roll plus vinegar. Nine. Okay, no problem. Your sword slides through its rib cage and just plants in the ground, and it immediately starts like working, trying to free it, but it's just too firmly in, so uh, it seems trapped there. Uh, but the other one that was coming up on you does take a slash. I think you're going to take the two sword damage there. Uh, do you have armor? I do not. Okay. Uh, and just to make myself feel better, I want to belittle Reese a little bit. I'm going to say... Come on! I thought you had no scratches or dings. This was no problem for you. Get in there, handle one. Just looking for my opening. Theo, what do you want to do? Uh, So which is the one that slashed at me? Is it the one on the ground or the one that just hit Callahan? Uh, It's actually the third one. It was the the first one to get shot. So it's kind of off from the group. You are between it and the rest of the group. I feel the slash across my back and I whip around and I'm just 
angry and I say, this is my favorite blouse and I want to just run forward and just take its skull off. Roll strike. There we go. That's a 14. Damn. (laughs) Uh, I don't think you knock its head off. I think the head just shatters and the body crumples to the ground. Ada, the skeleton on the ground has just let you go. Um, and it is, it's trying to free itself, but is clearly not doing a good job. Uh, the other one has come up on Callahan. What do you want to do? Is there like a big rock anywhere? I kind of want to grab one and just see if I can just smash the head of the skeleton that's pinned. Yeah. You know, I think we're honoring this success of the dirty trick here. This thing can't really do much as it's trying to free itself. Uh, so it's fair to say there's a, a nice sized rock to the side that's at least, you know, small enough that you could pick it up and just crush this thing. That is exactly what I would like to do. All right. It is motionless once it is kind of mostly shattered and there is still one left uh, shambling towards Callahan. Sayer, off in the woods in kind of the opposite direction, um, you are hearing footsteps. There are several, and they are definitely moving kind of swiftly in uniform. Like, it, it's clearly not that shambling walk of the things ahead. Are they visible whatsoever? You know, I'd say it's safe to say that you can at least see, like, movement in the brush from here for the moment. Okay, I'm going to duck down into the brush and peek my telescope out in their direction, uh, and I'm going to twist fate. Oh, okay. Roll it. Twelve. Damn. Lord. God. Okay. So as you're hunkered down, you're clearly out of sight here. And three more figures burst from the brush running in the direction of the fighting. Firstly, you recognize Captain Hodge. And behind him are two sailors, uh, very, very much living. Hodge has a pistol and the other two have swords. And they look worried as they're running through the woods here. I think that the flaw or vulnerability that I see in the opponent is that even though they've been here for a while and they're trying to to navigate this place, they are all also wearing those long cloaks that keep getting tangled in the thorns and the branches that it's good to hide, but it's bad to try to move quickly through. Um, Yeah, they do burst from this brush, but it is with trouble. Like they're trying to make their way through this denser part of the woods to get to where they're going and and it's just slow they're almost caught up in which direction are they headed uh so i mean you're hidden you know they would go past you if you make no other moves but it's pretty much through you towards the sounds of the fighting okay i'm gonna stay hidden here for a moment till they pass me okay yeah they they finally kind of get through that one set of brush And they pause there as, you know, the rest of your team had kind of just gone around the bend. They'd kind of gone around the thicker cops of trees and bushes. And it's like they're trying to decide what approach they want to take. So they are between you and the group. And as they pass, I'm going to slowly step out from the bush. And as they're sitting there kind of thinking what they're going to do, I loudly cock my pistol so that when they turn around, I'm aiming at the captain. Well, I think we found what we're looking for. Uh, The rest of you hear Sayer's voice. I think you even hear that click of the gun. It's close enough. Uh, But this other skeleton is still attacking. Reese jumps in finally at this point, uh, taking a few slashes at the thing's back. But he just doesn't have a good angle. It seems like he was trying to take his opportunity and uh, his sword just clangs off of the rusty old armor of this thing's back. Uh, Callahan, what do you want to do? I'm going to 
gesture for Theo and Ada to go to Sare. I don't know exactly what he's talking about, but I can intuit, and he probably needs the help more right now. I'll deal with this last skeleton myself. So I will pull my other cutlass out of its sheath and then yank the one out of the dirt and go at this remaining skeleton. All right, roll your strike. Nine again. Very good. Do you want to trade blows or put yourself in a bad position? I'll just take the bad position again. Okay, and what does your sword damage do again? Two. All right, so you get in a few good hits, but this thing seems pretty handy with a sword. Uh, So it's blocking a few of your swings. It's having a nice back and forth here, so it takes some work to get this damage done on it, cracking off some ribs. Even one of its arms goes. Um... But to do so, it's kind of backing you away from the group and away from Sayer's voice. You're kind of getting split up from the group into the denser part of the woods. Uh, Theo and Ada, your captain has just gestured for you to go on. Um, Theo, what are you doing? I nod and I head that way to Sayer's voice. Ada, are you following or staying here? Oh, I'm definitely following. All right. So you come back around the bend and uh, you have made sort of a triangle here with these three men on one end. Sayer has his pistol leveled at Captain Hodge. Uh, Theo, what do you want to do? I look at Sayer and I nod and press. Hello, Hodge. Nice to see you. What are you all doing here? Oh, you're lucky we're the first ones to find you. The whole goddamn ocean is on the hunt for your head right now. Ah, shit. You took something from the queen. At least that's the story that's being told. You see him nod at that, and now that everything is calmed down and stilled here in this clearing, you see this kind of wild rolling of his eyes as he's taking this information in. You know this guy, you've met him before, you know that he's just not that clever, like he's not a particularly renowned captain, but he does okay, but there is just something in his eyes that's calculating and scared. How widespread? I believe we were the last island to get the missives, and there were at least 25 ships there. Shit. Where? Clearwater. Ah, gods damn. You don't want any part of this. Just go. Just get out. Just go. I'm not trying to threaten you. I'm just saying, if you want to live, just find somewhere quiet. My problem is, I want all of us to live, and they're using your stupid ass as bait. They've got something out there, some kind of destroyer, and they're going to level all of us. So start talking. He gestures for the other two to lower their swords, which they do sheath. Uh, He looks at Theo and Ada kind of gesturing beyond the, the bend here. Are you all okay? We're not the ones you need to worry about. All right. You know what's there, right? You know what are in these woods? Skeletons with swords. Yep, that'd about do it. Spiders, I think, too, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Have you seen any chartreuse spiders? Very quick, big mouths, love flesh. Big mouths! <laughs> <laughs> this is a temperate forest. Yeah, that's what really... I thought, too, but sure was one at camp last night. Oh, wonder if the skeletons have magic now. Maybe they live inside of the skeletons. It's what operates them. Like a tiny little person who operates a marionette. I can't remember what yeah, that's called. Yeah, let's walk and talk, guys. It's like the opposite of the end of Wild Wild West. Instead of a dude controlling a big mechanical spider. <laughs> I'm just hooked on this idea of Sayer being real clever, but also latching on to any theory that someone throws out. <laughs> I guess I don't know about that, but there's a lot. There's a lot of these things here, 
and they're hunting me, I assume just as diligently as you are. Wait, were these here when you arrived, or did they show up? They showed up. I look at Ada and Theo. Wings of life? Sounds like the wings. That's what I'd assume. What have you got your hands on? I have to be honest. I don't know. Well, let's see it then. I'd have to take you there. Start walking. Do we need to check on... Is Kella just just dead? (laughs) (laughs) In the background we hear... I could really use some help out here. (laughs) Like, start walking, and all of you start walking, and then, like, it just cuts to a silent vignette of my dead body laying on the ground as the credits roll over it. (laughs) It's like the scene with all of the orc arrows shooting into Sean Bean. (laughs) (laughs) And no one ever mentions Callahan again. (laughs) Reese is just standing there awkwardly, not sure what to do. Yeah, Hodge is... Glancing back, uh, you know, over his shoulder, like deeper into the woods where distantly you're still hearing a little clanging of swords. And he looks back at you like, do we need to help someone? Oh, shit. Yeah, hold up. (laughs) 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 Don't start walking yet. Uh, I'll go back to check out Callahan. (laughs) Okay, Theo starts sprinting that way. Uh, Callahan, you are getting pushed back by this skeleton. Um, Captain Reese is trying to be helpful, but is mostly just ruining your groove here. Uh, What do you want to do? My groove cannot be ruined. (laughs) I I think that's your first playbook move, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep battling this thing down, just attacking it with both swords. All right, roll strike. Oh, no. (gasps) That's That's snake eyes. Oh, no. Um, pretty clear here as uh, you're trading blows with this. Reese tries to jump in and like parry something. Like He's just trying to help and throw this thing off, but he just gets in the way. And uh, it actually gives an opening to the skeleton who slashes across your arm. And you take two points of damage. Uh, Theo, I think it's safe to say that you have caught up to them as you see... Callahan take another slash. What do you want to do? So as I see him take the hit, I think I'm probably a little afraid that I'm not close enough. So I just really lean into the run and and I just want to pull my fist back and hit it and try and tackle it out of the way. Okay, I think this is your strike. That's an eight. And would you like to trade harm with it or be put in a bad position? I'll take the bad position. Okay. So you strike this thing, and it pretty much shatters. Successful tackle and strike as it is crushed. But I think what you just hadn't realized in the melee is that Captain Reese was on the other side of that. (laughs) So through all of this, you have essentially tackled him to the ground, and now you are just pinning him down nose to nose, almost lip to lip as he's looking up at you. Just made like a skeleton sandwich. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, hello there. Oh, gross. I pushed myself up. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. Well, I just thank you for saving me. Uh, I turned to Callahan. Are you all right? Is the skeleton dead? Yeah, it is bone dust. Yes. Yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, I'll help everyone to their feats. Sayer found Hodge. Tremendous. Have we apprehended him? Uh, yeah. He said he's going to take us to the chest, but we need to get going. Oh, perfect. Well, let's go. All right, you make your way back where Sayer, I assume, still has the gun leveled at them. You know, I think I still have it out. They have all put their weapons away. I don't think I'm pointing it directly at him still, but I haven't holstered it. Yeah, they seem 
fairly chill, but there's still that wild look in Hodge's eyes, and uh, he gives a grim nod to you, Callahan, as you walk back into the clearing. Ah, Callahan, yep. It's nice to see you, too. You don't want any part of this. Part of what? Why I'm out here and what I've taken. What I'm sure you're here to take back. Mm, I think you might be surprised, Hodge. We're not necessarily here to collect you or what you've stolen. What we're here to do is prevent our extinction. Something's coming for all of us. They've put out the all-call and they've sent us all into the sea to be destroyed. So what we're here to do is convince everyone to fight back. But they won't believe us. They'll think we're just trying to dissuade them from your treasure. So we need the treasure, yes. But only to prove a point. Well, also the reward would be pretty The reward would be dope. But mostly not dying would be super cool. What are they offering? Oh, either a tremendous amount of coin or the clearance of all bounties on the ship that brings you back. Uh, Just to get you up to speed, Callahan, it seems that what you are fighting out there, probably the crew for the Wings of Life. I'm a little scattered. Uh, She'll be able to explain it more than I can. Who's that now? The witch, the one that sent me to get it. And uh, he nods to the other sailors and and gestures for you to follow and starts walking. I know the paths. Um, So far, what we've seen, uh, it seems like the undead out here are mindless. They're fanning out in some sort of pattern to search. It, It switches slightly, but we figured out how to traverse it pretty well. Have you seen their captain? No, no, I don't know. Well, I have a guess which one is after us, but it could be any of them. Who do you think? The owl. That would make sense with their movement pattern. If they're not natural to hear, if they're on a set patrol that can't be changed without orders, it makes sense why you think they're flanking all the time. I'm looking at Reese. Ah, yes, of course. I also would have made that observation, most definitely. All right, well, enough talky. More show us the crazy magical thing that seems to have put you on edge. You were so close to a rhyme, Sayer. Uh, less talky, more walky? There we are. You heard the lady. (laughs) (laughs) Hodge has stopped like 40 feet ahead, just like, come on. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) We're doing a bit here. Just give us a minute. How do you people sail a ship? We are in the midst of creating vaudeville, I'll have you know. <laughs> I got a vision from another world. <laughs> it hasn't been invented here yet. It's going to be huge. Uh, as you walk, Hodge keeps glancing over. It's clear that he's deferring to Callahan as, as the other captain. She sent us out to find this chest, something that was taken. I don't know what's in it. I'm not sure she knows what's in it. But it needed to be taken away from those that had it. In exchange for showing me what she did, I went to get it, and I'm staying here to defend her. What did she show you? How I die. How do you die? (laughs) I'm not telling you that. So probably by me. He gives you a little grin that I think is honestly neutral enough that you don't know. I'll try to size him up to see if I can make anything more specific out of that neutral grin. Okay, absolutely. Roll it. Eight. Okay, you get your two. Keep in mind, he gets one as well. How are you actually feeling? Uh, you get the sense that that grin that he gave you was because he's feeling like maybe you aren't the one that does it, but for some reason you're there. And just because I feel like there's something more behind that grin, what aces do you have up your sleeve? 
I feel like he wouldn't just be walking us to the witch and telling us things if he wasn't kind of confident that things can go his way. I think you get the sense that somehow suddenly you're the ace up his sleeve. Uh-oh. And it, it isn't necessarily uh-oh, but, you know, taking him in, you know, he seems tired. He is incredibly stressed about the task that he has before him. And as much as he's urging you to, like, maintain your life as is and avoid this, there's this relief of, I think I have help now. Oh, okay. I thought it was like the Santa Claus, like, he's going to pass it off to you. (laughs) (laughs) That is 100% where I thought that this was going to go. Uh, And he gets one as well. As you're all going on, he, he just keeps asking little questions about what you all know about this situation, like the missive that was out, if he was mentioned in it, and so on. So I think what he is trying to glean here is, what is your goal here? Like, not necessarily what you're saying, but what really are you truly trying to do, and are you, you know, lying in what you're saying? I mean, I think the impression he gets is that, like, yes, my actual present goal is just to prove that we won this race so people will believe us when we say that this race isn't what it's about but i mean i think you would also get the impression that like that's not the end game for me like i still have mine and my crew's interests at heart above all else sure i just at the moment think that this is the best way to pursue them okay i think you do notice him visibly relax a little as you go hodge leads you for about an hour and a half There are a few moments of him having everybody stop and hunker down a little as you hear uh, the clanking of that armor on bone in the distance, Um, and then he takes you on. Uh, After that stretch, you break through into a little bit of a clearing, and you see the shell of some ancient old house that had been built here, and you can kind of see ahead through the trees that there are more, that this is some kind of old rotted village uh, that had been built just right in the middle of the trees. Like they didn't even clear much. They wanted a, uh, a some kind of hidden space here. He leads you past the first rotted out house and there's a few big barns and other things. And in the heart of this small old ancient town, there is a, a bigger house and he looks around like he's you know just checking surroundings to see if anything has made its way here yet but he seems satisfied and i think it's safe to say that all of you do as well there are no undead in the immediate vicinity it's here she's here i don't know what she's gonna tell you but um if you take it i know you're gonna be hunted by more than just the navy and he steps aside if we talk to her is she going to tell us how we're gonna die i don't want to know that i mean i had to ask I made a deal with her. I don't know about any of you, but just two days ago, I already saw how we all died. So someone else's vision of it isn't enough to put me off my supper. What is Reese doing right now? He's standing off to the side and watching uh, mostly Callahan to see what decision he seems like he's going to make. All right. Head inside to talk to the witch. I'll follow him. Yep. I go in last. (laughs) Uh, Reese starts to follow you. Do you let him? Follow me? Yeah. Oh, no. I go in last. Okay. <laughs> so so you do let him go in with the group though? Yeah, I'm not leaving him out here. All right. You you make your way in and um even inside like everything is just 
rotted and old, um, but it, it's pretty clear that this is just like a small hallway that opens up and, um, you know, some of the front rooms here that you're passing are just in complete disuse. Um, but as you make your way back, there is a room that's a little bit better furnished. Uh, there are some tapestries and rugs. Um, there's a small table with a couch behind it. And there is a small woman with hair made of dozens of snakes. There are various colors and sizes and their heads are all kind of showing that they're different kinds of snakes. And her skin is a very, very pale green. Almost a chartreuse. <laughs> That's not <laughs> chartreuse. <laughs> I need to tell you that when I said chartreuse, I knew it was a color, but I have no idea what color it is. <laughs> I, I learned what color it was from an episode of Blue's Clues. Nice. It's it's so it's blue. It's tennis ball color, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I have had the argument with people whether tennis balls are green or yellow. Yep. It's it's very. It, that's a that's a common. Uh, it's a divisive color. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the blue dress or the white dress thing. She looks up at you all with a small smile, which wrinkles her face. In front of her on the small table is a wide bowl. It's almost a plate. Like it's so like shallow of a of a bowl uh, filled with not water exactly. It almost seems like some sort of flowing silver, like a mercury or something. And uh, she nods in front of her. There are four seats. Hello, welcome. I was expecting you. I think my hand goes up to my shirt right above my heart and I just kind of hold the pocket where Gus is curled up. Awesome. He, he goes and joins her hair. He just attaches to her scalp. <laughs> uh, I will take a seat. Yeah, I'll sit down next to Tristan. What can I do for you? I don't honestly know. Hodge told us that we had to come speak with you. All we want is whatever the treasure is that you're guarding and then we can be on our way. Yes, yes, that makes sense. It is a dangerous thing that I keep here with me. It was taken from another. It does not belong to me. The one from whom it was taken would use it for great evil. The one who takes it would do the same. I would like to find a way to destroy this thing so that the evil is gone from this world. And I have yet to discover how to do it. These are the facts as they stand, whether you believe them or not. I cannot stop you from taking this thing. So the choice is yours of what to believe or what to do with your life. I mean, at this point, I believe in pretty much everything. I can see that about you. What do you think that thing does? Do you know why we are in the Sovereign Sea? Me personally? Having the foggiest. Not many do, and not even me, except that those that came here escaped a great evil. I believe that this thing is a bridge for that evil to cross the Western Sea and be here. May we see it? I have not seen what is in the bowels of the chest, only the chest itself. It is a very strong guardian of its contents. And she waves her hand, and one of the snakes on her head, like, extends out behind her, and it lifts up a tapestry showing a simple faux wall, like a little alcove, and that beautiful chest that was drawn on the missives is there. I'm going to stand up and walk towards it. 
Okay, as you do so, you see it very, very subtly shift. Like move? Yeah, like the whole thing kind of ripples. Like, I mean, you're a person in the world. You have seen muscles move before. I'm going to pause and look at it a little more closely before I move any further forward. I think with as close as you are... You really look at it for the first time, like in person, it's slightly different than the missive, but, you know, close enough that you recognize what it is. But the front of this thing looks very much like an artistic face. Can you understand me? It ripples a little bit, much more obviously. I don't want to take what you contain. I simply want to see it. The witch says that you are doing a good job containing whatever is inside of you, that that's what you are meant to do. I do not want to remove it from you. I simply want to see what it is, if there's any chance of us being able to do something about it. Uh, you see it shift more than it has so far as you ask it to do this. Like the spot where it's obvious that a treasure chest opens kind of splits all the way around, and all that it bears to you are hundreds of very sharp teeth. Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't know how to tell while talking to you if you're giving me a positive or a negative response. (laughs) The lid snaps shut. All right. All right. Show me your teeth again. It's lid-like lips curl back a little. Okay. That means no. I'll take that as a a, I don't like that. And then put them away (laughs) if it's all right. Do you agree? The lips snap shut? I think as I'm puzzling this out i'm looking back over my shoulder at the witch and at the rest of the crew seated there i think i'm sitting kind of dumbfounded looking at this thing with with a bunch of teeth and then i'm kind of glancing at tristan and sort of glancing slightly at my own gloved very sharp toothed hand and i lean over to ada and go is it your dad (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so but it looks kind of familiar don't you think yeah can you feel the thing inside of you? Uh, the lips, like, snap up and down again as a yes. Does it hurt? It bears its teeth. Were you created to protect it? It seems to hesitate. Like, it shuts, but then they bear just a little bit. If I were to leave and come back, would you remember I was here? Uh, the lips snap shut. Do you remember anything before this was inside of you? They snap shut again. The thing inside of you... If you have memories from before, is it what caused you to become what you are now? Uh, It bears its teeth. All right. Do you believe me when I tell you I don't want to take whatever it is? I simply want to see it to understand what we're dealing with. It bears its teeth. All right. That's fair. I think that this sounds ridiculous, but I want to try to size it up. Okay. Roll it. Nine. So it gets to ask me a question, too. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love this. <laughs> Number one, how dare you? <laughs> how could I get you to show me the treasure? There is only one answer to this, and I think you get it loud and clear, whether it's through magic or observation or whatever. You get the sense that you have to kill it to get to this thing. And as you're sizing it up, it's sizing you up, and... uh It does want to kind of answer that question. You know, you asked it and it doesn't believe you and it's trying to gauge you and wants to know truly what is your goal here? Yeah, my goal is to to see what 
the treasure is to see if I have any knowledge of it because getting the bounties off of our head, all of that gold doesn't matter. It's how do I stop this thing I saw in the dream? And that comes down to getting the pirates to stop chasing the treasure. And so if we can see what it is and go, oh, fuck this, we're not dealing with this, or destroy it, there's nothing left to chase. Okay, as it gets this sense from you, you see it shift again. And for the first time, you get images in your head, and it's very clear, and it's very clear that it's coming from this, and it's added quite an addendum to its previous sense. Like, it had actually buckled down because it didn't trust you. You would have to kill it to get to this in any way. But now there's this image of if you get me to where I want to go, if you make this promise, if you are vowed to help me in this way, I'll show you what's here. I think the other question I want to ask then in kind of response to that, like it wants to be delivered someplace. Once it gets there, like what's its goal? Like I don't want to deliver this thing if it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to open up a big old demon portal. Hey, <laughs> right. It, it's pretty simple here, too. I think you get more image flash of this is my goal and my purpose. I keep this safe at all costs. I get it to where it needs to go. And then I get to go home. I think there's a moment of just chewing the air. And then I start tapping my foot and look back over my shoulder again. Do I have to agree before you'll tell me where you want to go? It's lips snap shut. Well, the good news is I've figured out a way to communicate with this It'll show me what's inside. It wants to be delivered somewhere. It was on its way somewhere, and I'm assuming that the queen perhaps got a hold of it, intercepted it. It'll only show us what's inside if we agree to finish its delivery, or else we try to kill it. And I have never personally faced something with that many teeth, but I'm not sure I'm keen on it. Can it tell you, like, who intercepted it? Was it trying to get somewhere and... Hodge got in the way, or was it trying to get somewhere and the Queen got in the way? Do we know? I'll turn back to it. Uh, this is like my moment in Galaxy Quest. Like, there's no reason that Callahan <laughs> couldn't be asking this question, but I'm just <laughs> repeating his question to. He's one thing. job on this ship. Yeah. <laughs> Were you taken off course, stopped from your delivery by the person who had you last or the person before? Nope, that's not a yes or no question. Fuck. And I think that that's like in the moment, like just. <laughs> I've, I've talked myself into a corner. Uh, I think you get the sense that it has abandoned the yes and no response specifically, and you're just getting like emotional response from this face. Anytime Hodge is mentioned, it seems super shitty about the situation. But then when you had mentioned the queen, it's almost like perking up like a dog, like it wants that. Oh, well, I don't like that. It seems to want to go back to the queen. Okay, so if we do what the chest wants, then we're doing what the navy wants which is returning it to the queen. But Hodge and the witch, I would like gesture to her, say that that's a bad thing, correct? I believe it is. I want to look at the witch and I'll, I'll stare at her for a second. What are you called? My name is Griva. Griva. You said the person the chest was taken from intended to do a great evil with it. So if that was the queen, do you know what evil she intended to use this for? No, my magic does not work in this way. The gods give me images. They give me means with which to act and affect. In the hands from whom it was taken, it was being used for evil. In the hands that it would go to, I believe 
it would be used for evil out of ignorance. Well, it doesn't take a genius to understand between the option of delivering it back to the queen or killing it. There's only one choice, and I'll raise my pistol at it. Wait, hold on. It wants us to take it where it was meant to be delivered. If the queen was meaning to send it somewhere else, does it want us to take it back to her or to whom she intended it to go? Uh, The witch pipes up at that, actually. According to Hodge, it was being delivered to the queen. So the queen is the one that would use it for great evil out of ignorance? That is my judgment, yes. Yep, sounds about right. That's royalty for you. Griva, is there a reason why we shouldn't just kill this box? The only reason that I have not is because I have been waiting. I want to see the true faces of those that want it. That is why I have kept Hodge and his men as guardians against those that would come to it for their purposes. So far, we have some clues. The owl sends her skeletons with bones picked clean, like an owl that spits up the rest of its prey. These are the ones that have come. Well, again, and I can't stress this enough, I don't want it. We don't want it. We just want to see it. But you're being awfully stubborn. And I'm looking back at the chest. It kind of wiggles almost smugly. Can it move? Oh, yes, it can move, though not well. I have it in this alcove covered with magic so that it may not escape. Of all people to call out to and lure here to protect this thing, why Hodge? (laughs) Uh, She gives you a rictus grin. Between us, he is one that I knew to be clever enough to pull off the attempt and stupid enough to want to try. He does walk that line, doesn't he? She grins again. Well, all right, look, I have no love for this box, so if we want to shoot it to death and see what's inside of it, that's fine. Although the thing on the picture is the box, so if killing it, like, makes it dissolve into smoke or something, then we're going to be shit out of luck. I mean, I don't want to kill it. I think it's kind of badass. I would love to have (laughs) it to keep my things in, but it just won't listen to reason. If it's not going to show us the thing, we can't figure out what to do about our current situation. I mean, I'm going to say this very, very quietly and sort of lead Sayer away from the box. We could always just say that we're going to deliver it and then lie. It put images in my head. And so I think it might see the sense or might be able to read my mind, which I'm not terribly keen on either. Okay. Alternatively, we can deliver it. And this is where it gets dangerous. Then take it back. Oh. Okay. Do what it wants. It reveals us the treasure. Hell, maybe we even collect the reward. And then heist time. (laughs) This thing's been stolen once already, Callahan. You think they're not going to put ten times as much security around it? I mean, if we've still functionally got a hand on it, you know, before they can put ten times the security around it, we take it again. So not heist, double cross. Yeah, I just like heist. Alternatively, I've had a dog before when it's been chewing on something it shouldn't. (laughs) There are four of us just... Wrap some fingers around those lips and pull. You're the one who made the point about the many teeth. Well, I wouldn't be doing the pulling. It's not my forte. Oh, so just the rest of us then. Well, I would reach in and grab the no, thing. No, so just all of us put our hands on the many teeth and you're, you're fine. Next, but, uh, next I, plan. I'll, I'll grab the, the thing out. What about a pry bar? If we're getting into mechanical solutions, why put our hands in there and all? Oh, well, I, all I've got is hands. I don't have a pry bar. <laughs> I'm like looking around the room. <laughs> Surely... <laughs> Surely. Where's where's your garage? Where's your garage, Griva? I mean, great evil sounds pretty vague. How 
how bad is this going to be if, if she gets her hands on it again? I do not believe that one act can undo what was done. I believe that there are many things at play that can cause what happened generations ago to happen again. This, to me, is the first domino in a chain. Is, is that a riddle? I don't... Theo canonically hates riddles. And anything that's not a direct yes or no is a riddle to Theo. Yeah. Uh, she considers your question. My magic is trying to understand the will of the gods through images and feeling. So I do apologize. I simply know that in either of the hands from which it came or to where it goes, it would be the first step in something much worse. I do not know that this thing is unavoidable. Depending on the stairwell, you can simply skip a step, but we all do what we can. The problem we're dealing with is we're trying to solve an equation that we don't have all the numbers for, and the only way we know what we're actually dealing with is seeing what's inside of this thing. Open her up. So it can't get out of the alcove. That is correct. I'm going to look at the treasure chest again. I've never seen anything like you in my life, and I have seen many wonders. I'm going to kill you. I don't want to. I simply want to see what you have inside of you. I don't want to take it from you. But you've given me no choice. Just know I would preserve you if I could. You are magnificent. It bends in a way that can be construed as like a solemn nod before it bears its teeth and this long lashing tongue flicks out. It shakes on its pedestal. You hear an unholy roar come from within it as it lashes against this barrier that the alcove has created, keeping it there. I pull the trigger. In its barrier, it can't fight back. It wilts, clearly dead. Bring down the barrier. One of the snakes in her hair hisses, and an energy that I'm not even sure that you necessarily felt was there is suddenly gone, like pressure out of the room. And I'm going to walk over to it and pry it open. You lift up the tongue, and underneath is an ornate plague doctor mask. It is made from brown, gray, and black feathers. The lenses of the eye holes are made from a very thin piece of dark red crystal, and it is in the shape of an owl. Tides is a Crit Show Studios production. This episode edited and produced by Brendan Wentz, with music by Jake Purley. You can find the Ashcan for Rapscallion at magpiegames.com. You can learn more about the Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com and hear even more weekly content at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Kander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. 
a prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Cantor was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Cantor, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Cantor, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Kanda a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Kander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar, like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp. Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander. Comes a shocking six-part documentary series. Cam Kander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Cantor is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Cantor, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.